0: Hello everybody, welcome to Tell of with Tutti and today I have another amazing guest, again targeting these fantastic Hispanic forces just showing the world what we are capable and how groundbreaking we can be. And today with you I have Kendra Concepcion. She is not only Hispanic, she is Dominican, and she is an amazing entrepreneur. Not only that, guys, I, you know, you guys know that I love fitness. She is the director of business and operation of not only, but the Orange Fury. This is, just to let you guys know, this is like a, a shranky, very fancy fitness club that is based around the world. And this woman right here, my hispanic Funny little warrior. She is the director, and she oversees not only international but all Spanish-speaking individuals. I love it. Hi. Hello, hello. How Hola, you, <laughs> oh, I'm no, so proud. No. Fr- I am so proud. Fr- you know, I'm always super eager to show all of my listeners, you know, uh, a different mentality when it comes to immigrants and. When, when it comes to, you know, people that come in, like, from other places, from other cultures. And, you know, me being Hispanic, I, when I came to this country, I wanted to change that narrative. Because everybody expects our Latinos, Hispanics, to be, you know, sad and, and always, like, ashamed because we are um, illegal. Or we are here really? and, you know, we don't have social security numbers and we don't have IDs. And we're like, What? When or I
1: overworking yourself, thinking yes. that overworking is the way to prove yourself when you get here.
0: Right. Oh, you know, oh, yes. Uh, I, I love Hispanics. You know, my garden. Oh, the lady that cleans my house. and it's like, what? Let me yes. let me change you. When I saw that, I said, you know what? And I and I got this outlet and I'm like, let me show the world. And let me help to change that narrative, and and let me show you that we are way bigger than that. And being a woman and being Hispanic, we are bossy. So very true. Welcome, welcome to it with Tutti Kendra, and I want you to share to everybody first of all what you do, who you are, and let's just put it all out there.
1: <laughs> for sure, for sure. But first of all, thank you, Tutti, for having me. I I think that is amazing what you're doing. Up Figuring out, obtaining an outlet and utilizing it the way that you're utilizing it, which is, you know, there's some, you could have left it to society to change the perspective, but, you know, taking it upon yourself, very Latina, very Latina like (laughs) of us, taking it upon yourself to change the narrative. And I think that is amazing. And you, you know, putting the platform for people like me to really be able to tell our story for maybe whoever's listening could just be like, I can do that. I can, what? I can definitely do that. Of course you can. So yes, yes, so I am born and raised in the Dominican Republic. I came when I was about 15 years old from VR. And right off the bat, I've always had sort of like an artistic uh, size. So my mom took a notice of that. And she put me at a local school here in Miami oh. called Dash Design oh. and Architecture Senior High. Whoop, whoop. Hey. So um, there, I actually sort of developed a uh, um, fine-tuned fashion design. And that's what I wanted to do. Yo quería Oscar de la Renta. I wanted to work for Oscar de la Renta so bad. It was what was on my mind. <laughs> and then I got a scholarship, which was great. I did the transition to to FIT in New York. And there I burst into retail, designing for BCBG, Kenneth Cole at the time. And then all the retail world was what truly got me into the boutique fitness. You know, about, mm-hmm. I would say about 10 years ago, I, you know, when my... When I was married, and I was telling you earlier, um, I was married to a personal trainer. And I really got into the fitness. I started competing, bodybuilding, uh, the bikini division, and I really, really fell in love. That was sort of like my first baby step into uh, fitness. fitness. And then I merged it, because I truly loved, I merged it with uh, being a personal trainer slash sort of like a studio manager. So I worked for Equinox and other small gyms, and then... You know, Orange Theory was opening up a local Orange Theory right on South Beach. I put my application to actually be the studio manager, and you know, after doing an interview, they were like, "Yeah, for sure." And that was about 2012. Orange Theory had just started off. So um, after that, um, I was working for them for about two years, and then to me, that sort of you know, I I need to own my own house. You know that that dream, that American dream, that gets embedded in us the minute you land from the from the plane like whatever you know, whatever if you
0: came on a boat or if you came on a plane if you yes. cross whatever borders Did. you know we come here with a determination to win the
1: dream oh my god if you own a house it's because god yeah, you're made as a woman that was you know my dream and i thought that i needed you know again the typical mentality if i work for a bank or an institution something where it's like more like a nine to five you know my w Exactly what I did. You know, I set myself, once I set a goal, tooting, no I, there is no veering. It's like a horse. That's it. So basically I set my sights on a bank and I worked and I, when I had an interview for Bank of America and I did again, con este personality, a very smooth <laughs> transition into, you know, managing a studio, a fitness studio boutique into being being the small business banker for the Hialeah Miami Lakes area for Bank of America. Perfect five years wow. so there you know having that experience obviously i was able to purchase my house you know quite a lot of dreams were coming tr- uh, true but truly i what i wanted to do what i loved doing was actually helping open small business you know yeah. as a small business you know um, specialist at bank you of have america a
0: creative a creative vein that you wanted to explore
1: yes and you help all of these business owners open their accounts and you're like really that's a business really wow trucking oh, you know, you're a photographer, so you get to open their first account, and you get to see that excitement, so I think that bug of, like, wow, you know, I'm here, and I could do more, I've already achieved the things I want, sort of started creeping in, and that's when I decided to sort of take a leap, and reach out again to Orange Theory, and I said, listen, but I want to, I want to be bigger, I don't want to be a little studio manager, so I looked up their careers, I reached out to them. You know, I got turned down a few times because there was not that much, you know, fitness yeah. experience. It's been for the 10 years ago that you work at one of our studios. And, you know, and I, that's it. I make a couple of calls because I, I visited the Orange Theory in Dominican Republic. And I'm like, someone here is going to connect me to the one. And long and behold, the owner was there. I did a class. And I told him, listen, I would love to, I know I've been doing this 10 years ago. So I would love to be part. And he's like, you know what? I'll give you the information for who's incorporated. So it was very weird. I flew to the art to sort of get that connection. And then he put me in touch and Orange Theory reached out. And it started about in 2019 and I have not looked back. I am the enterprise business manager for all Latin America. So not only international, but anything that speaks Spanish, um, excluding Spain, but we are in Peru. We're in Mexico. We're in Costa Rica, Guatemala. We are truly in over twenty-three countries. So,
0: and I, our I love shoes, because it's a big thing. True it,
1: international.
0: Here in California, and it's and it's very elite. It's like Equinox, you know. is he it has you know his, um, how can I say? He has his population of people. Is you know you guys yes. work with a very uh, delicate you know crowd, and to be yes. able to be so successful with such a delicate. Uh, crowd is, is amazing yes. and, and being you know have that created you know streak that creative vein and being hispanic is you know i am so proud and i'm always kind of like trying to find stories like this inspirational you know something that people yes. can look back and say you know what if she do it i can do it yes you can do it yes because yeah, don't allow a path. don't allow anybody to write your story for whoever, Nobody. it's like you know they got over here and say, "Oh my god, you are Florentina! Oh my god, you're this or that." By the way, you look freaking amazing. <laughs> like she I mentioned before, it's me. like if it's Selena, if it's Selena have a kid with Gloria Stefan, it would be you. <laughs> I guess very, of very, of uh, Jesse Velasquez. Very Jessie Velasquez. No, they like have have Jesse Velasquez. <laughs> very true. It's, it's so it's so amazing. I, I have a question, yo. Jo- Have you, um, what are your biggest challenges being a director, a Hispanic director on a a, a male-dominating industry?
1: So, you know, it's very funny you say that because uh, um, my counterparts that take over, that oversee the other countries are all male, at least when it comes to international. And, you know, before me, I actually had someone in the team that was a female, but still you actually are, I wouldn't say put against, but you're put next to two pretty talented individuals that in my case, at least with Orange Theory, it has just asked me to, you know, level up. You know, it, it truly demands that of you. If you're truly surrounded by the right male individuals, they will... Propel you forward. So I think that's super important because a lot of the time is you know it's very male dominant. Male dominant. Yes. You need to find your, your your crowd in the male dominant. It's not gonna stop being male dominant. You know, just like I say, you know, my personality. It's very you know it emerges with a lot of other personalities. You know, so it has helped me. But I think you need to find the right males that will sort of propel you and really demand of you to be better, not just you know come up to my level. But truly, if you really surround yourself with the right male, and I, again, I think my, I love my career, um, it truly sets, sets a difference. But quite a bit of, of males have the position that I have. A lot of, in the company, it's a lot of male. But once again, you need to know, your, you know who you are. That's, yes. what, that's what took me off to basically apply for Orange Theory. You know, yeah. I know what I bring to the table. Like When I went to that interview, I'm like, what do you have to offer me? No, not with this arrogance, you know, but this was my mentality. It's like, I know what I could bring to the table, the dedication to detail, you understand, the care that if that was my franchise, I would do anything and everything to see it succeed, whether yeah. it was marketing, whether it was, you understand, talking to one of your studio managers because they're truly not feeling well on the personal level. I knew the level of care I was given at Bank of America. I'm like, if I replicate this year, we're both winning.
0: Yeah. So when you yeah. sort
1: of have that mentality, and then you get put in a pack of like I get wolves per se. Yes. Get the best out of them, and it propels the best out of you. So definitely a challenge.
0: You are uh, you. You touched something very important, and it's like if you as a woman, because you know there is there is this the story out there that all guys are you know, demeaning or very strong or whatever. Yes, very egotistic. Yeah, we can find that energy out there. But if you surrounded yourself and this comes for everything, you know, career, like personal romance or whatever. But if you, if you surround yourself with the right male energy, you know, you're going to see yourself flowers. You know, you're yeah. going to see yourself flowers uh, as opposed to uh, being uh, hanging out or surround people who are like, very insecure and you know those type of energies are gonna feel emasculated around yes a strong woman you know what i mean so that's super super important um if your personality uh this nice and fiery very genuine energy has um have you have any problem with it like they have asked you like oh you need to tone up it happens to me all the time you need to tone down you need to like Have you had that? Maybe not the tone down, but what I've had is a
1: double sore. So, just the same way that my personality gets me to really maybe get the best out of maybe the male counterpart and even the female, um, it has gotten me like too friendly where the person maybe thinks, oh, this is something more, she's so friendly. So, maybe now you need to tone it because once again, I'm very like funny and I really want to make people feel good, usually in the environment that I am. But it's a double sword because then the guys are like, why are you smiling at me? And I'm like, because I smile at everybody.
0: Right? Because I am just, we get that a lot. They, they, it's like, yeah. they get you for flirting.
1: Yeah, like nobody, no, nobody was flirting Like the cold gay, how we call it in <laughs> the middle the smile goes for everybody. Rich, poor, handsome, pretty bad. It's, it's what I can give that doesn't cost me anything. Uh-huh. And if I could just brighten someone's day,
0: i i love it i i i totally get it and you know as hispanics we're very you know genuine and and very passionate you know and very friendly you know we help we talk to the stranger we say hi and if you if you find another hispanic you're just talking to him like you know him forever or whatever americans are more you know down and it comes out you know very they're very secluded to their energy they're very to themselves and if it, yes. somebody even looks at them or interact with them it's like oh there is a purpose behind that what are you yes. what do you want from me or are you flirting with me it's so odd in Colombia everybody's like super cool
1: yes very it's super like,
0: cool and remember it's very common for us to be like hi hey, Kelly like like a little talk like, or like oh touching my god they're touching mm-hmm. yeah it's like you know hey hey how's it going very you know friendly you hug you know oh my god you you give compliments oh it is so
1: strange we're sort of like we're humans like how did you think when we were in the okay. cave and we saw another person come out of the cave we're like no don't come close like i don't
0: understand I, you know I, the, i'm telling you here i i remember in colombia you know when so when a friend introduced you you know your friend comes with a friend and say they introduce to each other you know that this person male or female, yes, they approach you, they give you a hug, and they give you two kisses, right? Yes. That's that's what we do. They just, they hug you, hi, nice to meet you, my name is Touring. that's it, that's fine. Oh my God, the first time, the first time ever that I somebody introduced me to, I was like, hi, how's it going, and I'm, and I'm going to reach for a hug, and this person was like this, like seriously, and I'm like, what is going on? I felt so rejected, I'm like, oh! And I'm like, I, I even asked my friends, like, did she like me? And I said, yeah, she loves you. She was like, okay. Like, that and was And this has shocking. nothing
1: to do with COVID. This has nothing to do with COVID. <laughs> this, was- is, this is when I got here, like, when, you know, I got here when I was 15, you know, so I, you can imagine.
0: I you know. know. Yeah, this is talking about, yeah. in my case, 16 years ago. It was yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Yes. Um, that is something that is, is still, I mean, to this day, is something that I still try to get adjust. I guess, like these, yeah. they're they're just like different.
1: Yeah, especially where you are now in San Francisco. It's 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 um you know here down in Miami
0: is a little bit different. Last so time I just went for um a wedding. I had a really good time, and I remember me walking, you know, from my hotel to like Don Pan. You know, do, are you familiar with Don, Don Pan? Pan? yes. Oh, you know, <laughs> Latina. <laughs> and, like, I saw Don Pan. Like, oh my! Yes. God! Yes. so I'm like and then i'm crossing by and this car comes and this guy is like literally hey you're so cute and i'm like okay yeah where are you going to the yeah. pond just like that and i'm like ah, ah. i'm doing my line just waiting for my breath and all of a sudden i turn around and the guy's like right there Behind me, is, no, I need to stop, and I wanted to say hi, and you're so cute. Uh, are you a tourist? For how long you gonna be here? And I'm like, woo! Yes, Miami. That, that's Miami. Like that's the energy, the Bay Area. I always say, you know, I love the Bay Area. This is the, you know, San Francisco. I love it. You know, the city that that welcomed me. I, you know, I got married here. I got divorced here. My daughter was born here. I made a career. I have so many friends. I love it. But I have to say, it's the worst city in the world to date. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Yeah, they, they, they dating in, in the Bay Area is, is exhausting. It's not good. I always say, you know what, if you really want to be successful, don't go to LA, don't go to San Francisco. Just go over there to, I don't know. Yeah, I, I actually had luck with um oh my god the midwest
1: <laughs> really the midwest
0: the midwest it depends your type
1: that that depends. <laughs> <laughs> hey the midwest me how oh. it depends your type. To
0: me. just to be fair just to be fair we all we both met here in in the bay area, <laughs> so, so, area. I have a few years out of Colombia and he has a lot of years out of the out of the Midwest <laughs> work. <laughs> yes. Disney to told yeah. <laughs> It's like, you know, when the star has to align, well, that's exactly how it happened. But <laughs> but no, seriously, the Bay Area is just, it's not. And my friends who live in LA they say the same thing about LA. And uh the ones that are in New York say the same thing about New York. It's something about this big metropolis that it just uh, got people you know, and aware of genuine connections, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I think the whole surrounding itself, is
1: like you don't even have a, a, a bodega in the corner that could bring you up to your senses. Come on, there's nothing, you know, around you. Everything is situated. Remember, what, even from when you work to the bank, when you go anywhere, you know, Miami, and even sometimes, someplace like in New York, because I used to live in New York, uh-huh. it's completely different. There's just an environment of, you know, I see you I say hi, but yes. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can only imagine the dating piece. No, oh
0: the dating piece in 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 the um, no, it's just you come over here, go see the golden gate, go do whatever, but don't come over here and dating, girl, because it's I've done <laughs> the dating app. Did you do the dating apps prior? I I I was on the dating apps, yeah. I actually I signed out to two that they were like I would say the best ones, um a little more selective. Yeah, but it's you know, uh, I think um Money uh, have made the Bay Area very cold when it comes um, to to dating. It's like everybody sees, you know, it's kind of like a business, I would say. So everybody is, like, very business-oriented. And I am, like, hopeless romantic. So I'm like, you know, I really don't yes. care. I, I really don't care, you know, what is your network worth. To me, I mean, to, to me, if you are, in, you know, an unpleasant person who don't know, I mean, like... Unemotion, emotionalist, uh, what I call if you're unavailable or you are uncommittal. I mean, you can be worth whatever. You can be the hedge fund of whoever, but to me, honey, you are bomb. And my mother told me, my mother told me not to date bombs. (laughs) So it does not matter how, what is your net worth? It's just like, you're a waste of time. And you find a lot of that here um unfortunately my experience was you know that um uh, this is i went through like when i was single girl i last year i think i went with so many like athletes like you know entrepreneurs ceos or whatever just like boy you you're a mess We're seriously a mess like i will highly suggest you to you know Therapy, healing, focus. Go to the Tibet, <laughs> <And> take it. <laughs> yeah, go, 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 go take, go, take it. Really, we'll you know, yourself. go work on yourself. You know, detach from we'll you, from everything, and just yeah, go to the Tibet. You know, see what life is about, and, and then we can talk. And you know, and good luck. And you know, yeah, all know. the best. Yeah, but nice. it's it's <laughs> crazy. What about what about over there in Miami? Tell me about Miami dating inside so
1: Miami's a little bit um challenging Another other aspects i mean i think miami because there's so much going around and the, there's so much that makes of being independent and everything everybody wants to mingle with everybody like yes for here in miami i think it's it's the opposite. They don't want to take it as a business. They are at least like, okay, this is serious.
0: Yeah. You know, maybe too serious. Work. Very Latino. You know, Latinos are like that. Very Hispanic. Like, yes. I want you. Let's go live together. We're going to live together in your mind from now on. And you're like, oh, yeah. it's our second date. <laughs> very that. Yeah, no. And then when you're going on these dating apps, it's very like. Uh, Which dating apps were you, were you? Uh, when oh you my were God, single? That will you tried that? Match,
1: match.com. Uh-huh.
0: Never tried Match before
1: match up. which was a match or bumble so for sure bumble uh-huh so i tried for sure those two and i think it was with decline of one because i think when you couldn't be divorced or something along those lines <laughs> <laughs> with those two for sure i tried those you know and i this was all in that phase of i am gonna go find what i want remember yes. i gotta go to my house yes. my family. i'm gonna go find yes. what i want before you sort of do that self-reflection and take actually years off to be like, wait a second, this. And truly get to find yourself and with quite a bit of prayer yeah. and a lot of sort of communication and opening up, it was when I'm like, listen, I know. But yeah, I joined Bombo, I joined a Match and it was just like, oh my God, how do, it was so many. Yeah. It was so bad to me that me and my girlfriends, uh, and this was about like about six years ago, me and my girlfriends had a group shot. It was like 10 of us. And it is so bad in Miami that whenever one of us will go on a Bumble date or MASH.com date, we will, we will send the picture you. of the guy to we'll see if, to you see if he had gone on a date with anybody. And let me tell you, to take me, so- it was just like, no, nope, no, nope, that was the one on Monday. Do not. What? Mm-hmm. Mind you, they had, in order for you to get to a date, you have to be talking. So. No, sh- no, can not shoot anybody because you will have to be talking to multiple people, I guess, before you nail one. But yes, this is how Miami is. And since they know that there's a pretty big pool of, of at least women, and there is a pretty big pool of women and men, you get to, there's no need to go to the third, four or five day when we can get, get it over right now. It's, That's it's, Miami.
0: It's, it's crazy. Um, the Bay area, I remember, and one of my really good friends, I went on a date with this guy and we just went to one day and we probably talked mm-hmm. on the phone, um, I don't know, maybe a week, but we went to one day in person and then that kind of faded fade off, no connection, no whatever. And then one day, my friend, my really dear friend in San Francisco, so single, she sent me a screenshot of the guy. It's like, wasn't this the guy that you went on a date the other day? And it's like, yes, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah, really honey. it's really common it's really oh, yeah. common I never cool. did bumble as a dating app when I uh, in my previous relationship I remember that I wanted more friends because you know I was so consumed with work and that relationship and, and whatever I was doing that I didn't have like I wanted like more friends so social. I signed up for bumble friends but I connected with a few girls actually one of them I still on uh, we are still together on social media but the rest of it like more like paint pals we never actually saw each other so I never did actually bumble for dating I did um tinder for my my previous relationship I did tinder for like 48 hours I met my ex and then I remember and now that I went single somebody told me like you want to open tinder and I was like tinder is supposed to be burned so <laughs> sorry people don't burn turn there oh my god and it's,
1: just the like, it's putting like your picture
0: there putting your picture
1: there is like again you get so many things like the first 48 hours that I
0: was on bumble I'm like I cannot it's beat. crazy it's crazy it is it's very overwhelming it's not cool so uh I did um the league I don't know if you you guys have the league over there no the, what is the, it so the league well it's like you uh, it's a little more they say exclusive i guess i really don't know they're all the same girl <laughs> but i mean you have to uh i don't know it's like you're supposed to be you apply and they they review your it's like you send kind of like a um like a club kind of like a club kind of like yes. raya but kind of like raya but but more for like entrepreneurs and more like um yeah like professionals and entrepreneurs it's like it's more targeting to people who have like extensive careers and they don't have like much time so that so that is the the one that I I did and I actually you know that was the one that I kind of like I thought it was a little better I guess it's a little more (laughs) different a little more yes. selective, I guess.
1: No, it's dating. yeah. Once, I think I had it probably for about, Bumble probably for about uh, two weeks. And then MASH was probably longer. But I think I, after I, like two months, like I I can, how can I pocket it? There's a picture. I, I don't no- even look the same in pictures.
0: <laughs> how how can another I possibly no, that's another thing. Like pictures, like people need to be, you need to be realistic, everybody. Like you need to go over there. And if you know, if you take your picture after COVID, I think that, you know, for the dating apps, I think that you need to make sure that you take your picture after COVID. Don't give me the picture when you're like 180 pounds, like, yeah, I'm six 6'3", 180 pounds. And then you just show up over here after COVID, you know, like What? This is not you. Like, I have nothing against you in general. I just want to have the experience of meeting the same person that you introduced yourself as. Yeah, it's like there's nothing against
1: anything. Skinny, short, high. I was talking to the person that was on the picture. Nothing against you, the person that showed up. No. You could be an amazing human. You probably are an amazing human because we have conversations. But what made that magic happen, and that let me continue to talk, it's because visually you were also appealing to the things that you were saying. It can't be a one-sided street when you over here, you know.
0: I think it's so unfair, for sure. and it's so it's, it's so it's so unfair for you to judge a woman's reaction when you are pretty much catfishing the person. It's like it wouldn't be nice if I portrayed myself like the 2D that was 16 years ago. I wish mm-hmm. I can be as skinny as her or maybe as naive as her, but that's not me. This, I mean, you're meeting this experience of 2D, so it's only yeah. fair for me to show you like, my evolution from 16 years to now. Yes, So, definitely. yeah, I, you know, I get, totally get that. How was it adapting to this country, adapting to corporate America? How was it as a Latina?
1: so it was you know adapting to the country was a bit challenging you know you come here you speak no english at the time i mean my mom had us in a couple of english classes when we were in dominican republic obviously sending half of her salary mm-hmm. for just so that we can do i think every saturday or something my sister and i um because you know with it was four of us two brothers two sisters. the idea is i gotta get the two oldest one out yeah before the two little ones you know yeah, um, yeah. Get older. So, adapting it was, it was it was challenging you know that English piece learning English getting doing ESO because I was in ESO classes because I landed mm-hmm. j- just in high school when I came part it, I think was challenging what helped was you know my parents were like in at the house it's all English we're going to listen to English music in the car my stepdad was cute Cuban when was three so it was all you know English so that part, I think what helped was that, having the support of my parents saying, this is it, this is the new life um, that we have. But again, they were, they were cemented some ideas of, for example, my mom was cleaning houses. She was uh, the secretary back in the Dominican Republic of a pretty popular newspaper, but then she came here to clean houses. That's so it, was that. funny. that from zero,
0: was, from ground zero. Yes
1: funny that you say la de Gloria Stefan because she actually cleaned the Larios restaurant when they were here in Miami which belonged to Gloria Stefan and another partner so she was cleaning restaurants taking care of dogs you know cleaning houses um she so was doing that, whatever
0: she needed to go, to do to progress and uh, whatever because you know. I love that driven that drive yes
1: you know and she again wearing her suits wearing her skirts to actually you know I remember with her red lipstick and her hair flipped up when we lived in the ark to coming here and truly being una ama de casa to being literally a maid you know the house was beautiful she would bring us after after school was over and we will help her clean but there was five dalmatians so she was cleaning the dogs taking you know, cleaning the poop and cleaning the house making sure every time they pee so to see her in that light was like very shocking and that's when i'm like holy crap i i i can't let that sacrifice go to waste like there's no way like if this woman is truly laying down like there's the way that you can vision it. she truly is laying down her degree her career so that i can step on it and be like yeah let me go to college and just get a regular job so i think that that that's been a, a very driven factor to launch into corporate america and truly be like i got what it takes not just that but i got what it takes to mirror this in my own sort of little ventures you know, whether it's Ubermates, which I own Ubermates, or, you know, my son's uh, little vending machine business, you know, and a realtor now, which I'm so excited is I just, as long as I can replicate what I give, it, which is with their Orange Theory, which is the passion to truly see someone succeed. You know, you own a business, what is it gonna take to see you succeed? Is it weight loss? What is it gonna take? Like, I get a joy, an internal joy to seeing someone succeed and their business. So, and I say, if I can just mirror that
0: in every other business, don't tell me anything. I will be successful. And that drive, I, when you're talking to me about all these businesses and all these amazing things that you've done, it just, it, it immediately, it put my mind back to the story of your mother and the example that she gave you of, you know what, it's okay. And that's what we as immigrants do in this country that people understand when somebody bash at you and say, you know, you are not. Like, go back to your country. It's like, this is my country. I want to tell you something. We as immigrants, as Hispanics, I think... As women, Hispanic immigrants have, I think, worked twice as harder because we have to prove ourselves twice as as much. You know, I had a cool life back in Colombia. Cool. I have a cool life. I left all that behind. I left my own language, my customs, my culture. And I have to start from ground zero, and I refuse to live on, a, on the health of the government. And you know what? No shame to all of those listen. Don't come to my words and say, oh my God, you're showing shade. No, 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 no. No, no. I'm showing America that the narrative about behind, you know, you're coming over here, you're an immigrant, you live of the government. Absolutely not. Absolutely nope. not. Like, what you see in the news is devastating but it's not a reality you no. know we come here to this country and we work hard yeah we yes. leave our our place at uh, uh, the land that that raised us we leave it behind to start for ground zero and for people like us it's like i have to study twice as much for to be able to communicate with you people i have to I mean, educate myself twice as much on how to actually evolve in this, in this society, you know, yeah. like in a personal level, or on a career level, it's just it, twice as much, twice as hard to prove myself, to prove to everybody that, you know what, this is my country. I have worked so hard to be here, and let me show you that. Latinos are about this, about setting a goal, about not being scared or afraid to come here and clean you know, the heck out of your house. But you know what, you don't even know that that person that is cleaning your house is is creating a, a, a business model. Or how she's spending yeah. that, how much time she's spending cleaning the house, how much material she's spending. And that person that's cleaning your house you know, tomorrow, the next day, in two years, she's gonna be the person that you are gonna be calling to contract to cleaning your house and other
1: multiple houses. Yes. yeah and other. You know.
0: So this, she is gonna be the CEO of the company that you are gonna call to clean your house, and that is the mentality that Hispanics have. Yeah. I have so many friends that are Hispanic that are here in this country legally legally. I always tell the story about me and my mom. Like I, I I'm a over here and it took me three times and having papers legally is not cheap. Everybody. It took me three times. My mother got denied twice. And the third time she finally got accepted and I did it and I supported and I work hard and I tried over and over again. Now she's here with me, but you know, and that is the drive. That's what we saw. You saw your mom having a fantastic life. And open it up and come back and come and start it over from zero and that's what we are we are not afraid to put ourselves out there and to show the world the driven the drive that is behind our heritage and i love that and that's yeah. why you know i love that people are are seeing this you know that we are much more than the people crossing the border or much more that you know the people that have to hide or or, or get paid under the table or when people asking in questions things like what let me show you the
1: narrative yeah the narrative out there truly what is put out there it's nothing nothing about the how many accomplished how accomplished you know we are young old you know Latin women truly have what you're saying they have this cheese this fire that just makes them want the work to be done better not better Mm -hmm. uh, better to compare to what they are capable of doing Absolutely. you know, they they want more out of themselves. So and so I just think that that piece a lot of the cultures are sort of missing. And on our culture, it gets overlooked, it gets taken to being, you know, the demanding, it gets taken to be, you know, uh, stubborn, problematic, stubborn, uh,
0: stubborn, you are, demanding. I, yeah, I heard that. Beachy, oh, I, I yes. heard all kinds of stuff like when it's like, no,
1: this is the goal, I'm going after it, do not stop me. You get in front of me, you're getting run over. But no, that comes out as bitchy. Yeah, that comes there you go.
0: Oh, absolutely. That, you know, every time that, I, in, in the workplace, is more, most likely, I you know, in the beginning, I see it. You know, I've been in my, in my field for 10 years, but I remember encounter a guy, and he, you know, he just wanted to bully me in, you know, in my workplace. And I'm like, I literally stood up for him, to him. He was, by the time, he has been in the company for many, many years. And I, and I remember I looked at him and I said, you know, first of all, I don't work for you. I, you don't sign my checks. That is and true. all due respect, that's your personal opinion. But if you have something to say, you can, you can redirect that to your direct supervisor. But yes. I don't work for you. Just yes. like that, you know, he made a big deal or whatever, you know, at the end of the day, he ended up getting moved out of the case and I ended up having the case, but you know what? No, I will stand up for myself. I absolutely a hundred percent. And the narrative that people have that, you know, that Hispanics are, Hispanic women are too passionate and problematic and it's just like, no, too loud. And it's just like, you know, you just, you are afraid. So you're telling me that I'm problematic because you can't handle a, a somebody with a strong personality disagreeing with you. So I am disagreeing yeah. with you. I don't yeah. agree with you as a person, but I disa- I'm disagreeing with your ideology. And I have, you know, my right to disagree with you. So if you want to, you know, agree to disagree, that's fine. But if you're going to antagonize me, then, you know, you're going to find me pro- problematic. I mean, you telling me that I'm problematic is like you telling me that you don't know how to handle my fire. Sorry.
1: Yeah, no, problematic. I mean, like you said, I disagree with your point of view, whatever we're going through right now, and I'm making it known. And to be honest, by challenging, you know, when you challenge someone, it actually
0: makes the person grow. So wouldn't, I'm actually doing this for you. That's exactly, <laughs> you know, that, that that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, you know you are, are finding a challenge. You have a communication challenge right now. So it, it, it's two things: we can grow with this and learn more about each other, or you can, or you can get antagonistic and get upset because I am not gonna get upset. I am not gonna change. Like, no. I'm sorry, but I am not sorry, <laughs> and that's <laughs> yes. and that's just the way it is. The way it is 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 different. It's something that is it's still yeah. an adjustment for me. It's still not just adjustment. Yeah. I am so freaking happy and glad that I have this time with you. I swear, Kendra, this is um, so amazing because, like I, like I told you in the beginning, you know, I am—I always want to show the light of how real, you know, the Hispanic culture is, and and all just cut off all this narrative of this poor. Oh my God! Oh my God! You know, just stop it, yeah. stop it, because you know. This is, a, a, this is something that needs to stop. We are yeah. much bigger than that. We have a drive, you know, bigger than that. We are strong. We are different. We are fit. We are, you know, the idea that you have of the Hispanic women tame and, and, and she is depending on her husband and, and she is cooking all day and she lets herself go because she have, you know, four or five kids and it's like, Mm-mm-mm-mm. no. no. We're here, we're fit, we moisturize, so we look good. Yes, we drink our water. (laughs) We drink drink our our water. water. (laughs) There you go. We drink our water, we moisturize. We are entrepreneurs, we get everything, and you can do it. So, if you are out there for everybody, if you are out there and you have a dream and you have a drive for something, don't allow anybody to stop you. Go and do it go and do it okay, and, and do it. stay away from you know the stereotypes that people put on you those are their stereotypes you don't have to live by them teach them go out with the energy or let me teach you let me show you how this is done so maybe you know you learn and then the next day when you find somebody like as uncultured as you maybe you will say hey you know what let me show you something different that yeah. would be what I would like to leave everybody with Kendra, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for sharing your amazing story. Thank you for being the driven and fiery entrepreneur that you are. I am extremely, extremely proud of you and all Hispanic women that are out there showing this huge country how it is done. And not to outshine the, the girls that are here, no to put out there like, Oh my God, I'm better than you. No, 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 Just to it like together, you know, strengthen ourselves and, and show the world that, you know what? We are one solid community. Yep. We, we are here to make it happen. And we're here to show you that, you know, we have all the great things to grow. So. With that, thank you so much, Kendra. Thank you, everybody, for listening to us, for joining us in all major podcasts. You can listen to all major podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, blah, 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 Amazon Music, and blah, blah, blah. blah. Kendra, you're amazing. Thank you, thank you so much. Gracias. (laughs) Thank you so much. See you next time, guys.